Hey, this is actress Carissa Lee Staples, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the O Brother Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Smith. Alongside me, as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith. You talking to me this week? Yeah, I'm oh. talking to you this week. Oh. Were we okay. not talking last week? Oh, the Mulan. Well, yeah, you were the Mulan. Little, uh, worked up. I'm, listen, uh, it's funny you bring that up because I was going to recap that off off the top. Was you know, I'm clearly in the, the minority group with those that or in, in, in uh, fans of Mulan twenty. Oh, why? Have you heard things? Yeah, just, you know, I mean, I think it seems to be the more predominant thing out on, at least social media, which, you know, as reliable as that is, is it's all the controversy and everything. People not just taking the movie for what it is, you know? And then we put out a, we put a poll on our website, obpodcast.com. And, you know, it was a small sampling size, but I, I was like the only one that said, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so if that Told tells you, you. and I stand by it, I totally stand by it. You know, fantastic was probably a little exuberant in the moment. It's not Oscar worthy, but is is a really good film. And I think it deserves more than what it'll, it'll likely get because of all the, you know, the, the bashing and the controversy that comes along with it. And, you know, I listened back to the, the episode and there were, you know, I thought really good points on both sides. So when I was, I was listening, I'm like, yeah, no, I take your points. <laughs> right. Listening to it again, you know. And, so. uh, you know, the 30 bucks and, and again, I, that didn't, that wasn't the reason I was that down on it. It right. certainly was one of the, the big reasons that I was really upset that they did it. And I keep seeing, you know, for those with premier access, I got to believe they're going to do that again. I totally see them pulling videos from Disney Plus and saying, hey, make sure you watch, you know, just to, to suck in some ratings. I just see that in the future and, and bothers me quite a bit. So speaking of controversy. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this uh, film, this French film that's on Netflix right now called Cuties. I wanted to say a couple of things up front. One was I caught this in the headlines that there was. Yeah, this was your idea because we had another idea. Yeah, planned, we had another which, idea plan, which we'll we'll probably get back to. Yeah, it's down the know, road. But but I'm glad that we ended up pivoting. Yeah, you know, you so. contacted me and said I had already read about the controversy, and you said, "Hey, maybe we should do this." Yeah, it's it caught caught my attention. Seemed interesting, and there were some other things in the headlines that. Sort of, you know, had me thinking along the same lines, which was, you know, there was, I shared with you this story about the Oscars now. Yeah. These new inclusion requirements. It's funny because this was going to be a blog entry. That was your original idea. And now I'm probably going to blog what you're talking about. With the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. So they've come up with these new inclusion requirements for films to be considered in various categories, I guess. And so those, those were kind of the two things in the headlines, but also I thought back to 
there was a lot of rumblings with the some of the late night talk show hosts like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel in particular with some things that that they had done in their like on Saturday Night Live or Kimmel an interview he did he was on I think it was a podcast or something where he was basically the, the claim is he was speaking in black voice like a stereotypical voice so anyways the point is that it was this whole cancel culture conversation that was coming up right so i see that as related to exactly what we're talking about today because cuties i mean there's a whole cancel netflix hashtag right that's been trending about it but i wanted to i wanted to tell you not a story, but just I wanted, I was thinking back when I was coming of age in the early to mid 80s. And around that time, it was probably 1983, maybe, I discovered Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. So I got into him for a little while. He had an album out at the time called The Blizzard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's known, he's always had the moniker, the Prince of Darkness. And, his lyrics can be suggestive depending on how you t- interpret them. There was this thing in the headlines back then of him biting the heads off bats. Right. In concerts. Remember, that was a huge Yeah, I remember thing. that. Yeah. You know, he was in a uh, board meeting with a bunch of execs and he bit the head off a bat in the meeting, you know, all that stuff. So, but it's funny, in all that time, and as much as I liked his music, never bit a head off of one bat. <laughs> I still have yet to try bad, I, especially now with the the virus. You know, I, I mean, for God's no sakes, everybody's eating bad. Around that same time, I was getting into more deeply into video games because video game consoles now were becoming big. Right? It was the arcade for all the seventies. You know, but then we were early adopters. You in particular of you know the Atari and all those old systems. Yeah. So I was heavily into video games. You know, I became like the, the FPS, the first person shooter became kind of my thing, right? And you remember, I mastered the game Duck Hunt at one yeah. point. Remember yeah. that huge gun that Duck Hunt had? <laughs> it was like I do remember it. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I played every video game you can imagine then, even now. But you remember that was also, and this is, this has come in and out of the media over the past, it still many years. does. Yeah, right. It's like you know, video games, the the cause and effect, video games and violence. Yep. Right. I'm bringing this back to cuties, believe it or not. I, I'm sure you would agree that the majority of people that are absolutely just trashing this film have not seen it. Have either not seen it, or the most they've seen is the trailer of the film. And you'll be hard pressed to go online and find a positive commentary of any sort on YouTube or anywhere on the internet, TV, whatever. There was even some people who just admitted, well, I haven't seen it yet, but right. Right. so again, it's, that's this, this whole idea of cancel culture. So I thought I want to make sure because people may, as soon as they find out we're doing a, an episode on cuties, you know, there's going to be some, Right, we have to acknowledge there'll be some people who just turn it off and won't listen to it. Yeah, you know, hopefully you'll you'll listen through to the end because I think we're going to make a bigger point than whether this a this is a good or bad film. It's not yeah. it's not quite as simple as that. Right. So let me let me throw it over to you now. 
we had a conversation this week. I was going to write about this. And we, had a, we, we said earlier, we had a different idea for the podcast. You kind of said, you know, I don't think, for whatever reason, we haven't really gone taken a deep dive to why. So then I said, well, I watch Cuties for the blog. Why don't you watch it? Because of the controversy. I found it pretty fascinating. Yeah. Based on the, on the headlines, you would think this is like little girls stripping. Well, having seen it now, and my whole point of those, you know, bringing up those anecdotal things earlier was it's almost like this idea that watching the film is going to create pedophiles. <laughs> Is, yeah, that's one of the major stances that you're going to hear if you if you search the web. But so this is a French film, and if Sad. you want to like give us a synopsis of the film, so people yeah. know what we're talking about who have may 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 not have seen it. It's a first time director from Senegal, and she award winning director. Yes, for this film, it's her only film, and she made this film about her experience of coming from Senegal, moving to Paris, and, you know, having issues with fitting in. It's as much about culture as anything else, first and foremost. Right. That was the first thing to me that stuck out. And in the beginning of the movie, you see this young girl. Back up one second. Okay. She, one, one detail to add to that story was she, she was in Paris, and she went to, she was somewhere like in a common marketplace or somewhere out in the open. It was, there was some performance going on, dance performance or something. Right. And she was struck by the contrast of how people were dressed and just the demographic of the people in the audience compared to what was actually being displayed on stage. And that was also part of the impetus behind the the concept. Right. And, and the way she, I think the, this is the way she shows that there's a young girl at the time. We really don't know I, that they're in France or, you know, I, I didn't think, I didn't know much about what was happening in the beginning. Give the, give the encapsulated first. It's about an 11 year old girl. It's 11 year old girl. They just, they're just moving into this new building in yeah. France. Lower, lower we, socioeconomic area. Correct. Poor. You know, and you can tell by the halls and the doors are open and there's lots of people. And, and you can just tell that this isn't the Ritz, the way people are dressed and everything else. So the girl stops at the laundry room and peeks in. And from behind, you see another, what looks like an older woman, dancing. You know, you, you can't tell because it's from behind. But she did look to me, I thought that was on purpose. I thought that was a purposeful choice. So she, there's a girl dancing, I would say kind of suggestively, no, no different than, say, a Madonna from here, something like that. And then, you know, she whips her hair over, so we still don't see her face yet. And she's actually ironing her hair. Mm-hmm. And the 11-year-old kind of looks laughing like, this is funny. And then the other, girl, the other woman or girls sticks her head up. And then we realize she's an 11-year-old too. And there's this kind of moment of... 
fright in the one girl's eyes and this moment of anger in the other girl's eye. Like, what are you doing? Look, watching me. And the other girl was kind of like, you know, almost wanted to say, I liked what you were doing. I, I was just enjoying what you were doing. Yeah. Well, she took off before they even. And then she words. runs. Yeah. They didn't talk. Yeah. No. She runs off. You know, to, to generalize it more is, so this is an 11 year, 11 year old girl being raised in a very strict Muslim upbringing. And as you just described that opening scene, she very quickly finds herself sort of in conflict between her very traditional values and this sort of other culture of the day or whatever you want to say, like this girl dancing and dressing in a very provocative way. Do you agree with me that it was meant to seem like this was an older? No, maybe it's just because I knew what the film was about. I think I knew because she was very petite. I just assumed myself, you know, I just assumed that I kind of knew where it was going to go, but it was, it was a good opening. I think the next beat of the movie, the next significant beat, and it, this is a great shot. I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but to get into the culture aspect of it, she starts to watch this girl with her friends from a window. She can see them because they practice like in the courtyard. She watches them at school because sometimes on break. At the same time that she's kind of witnessing these girls dance, I think she's really taken aback by it. She's never seen anything like this. She starts kind of dressing like them. So for me, one of the next significant shots was at one point she's kind of tying, you know how girls kind of tie a a knot in their t-shirt to make it like a midriff? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a midriff shirt, but they tie a, a knot in it. But she ties it and she hears her mother coming in. She doesn't want to see her mother to see her dressing like this. And she ducks under the bed. And this is a great shot from under the bed. The view is of Ame under the bed, seeing these two pair of feet, her mother's and another woman. No, just her mother's. There was another woman and she left. And then it's her mother on the phone talking to a friend of hers saying, my husband has decided to take such and such for a wife, which kind of like blew my mind because I had no idea that was in the movie or part of the culture in Senegal. I didn't know polygamy was a thing. Her mother's clearly upset about it. Because at first she hangs up the phone because she, she breaks out crying, telling her friend. And then she calls back and says, oh, uh, we got cut off. <laughs> you know, and she kind of chuckles. No, I wish them great love. And I, I hope the marriage is wonderful and this and that. So she's hit with two huge bullets, one from her own culture and one from the culture she's moving into. What were the two? What were the two that you're talking about? She she struck the, by. She gets hit. She gets hit with seeing these girls dancing suggestively, and then finding out that her mother, or her really more her father, mm-hmm. is about to marry a second woman, and you can tell that bothers her a lot. To me, those are the two significant 
points that, that carry from that point to the end of the movie? Well, I, I think, you know, you, you got to add, there's actually a lot of other themes here. Like there's just the whole like culture. You know, this, this is really a commentary. Well, as the director states it, because everybody refutes it. Well, the director claims it's a commentary on, you know, where this sort of got off the rails was the artwork for the poster that Netflix put up originally. It's not the artwork that was on the film when it, when it was premiered in France. And I think it was unfortunate because I do think the, the other poster is what it should have been from the beginning. I think it's the them one, shopping, right? Yeah, they're and, coming up, yeah. which was in a, a fantastic scene where they're yes. cresting that hill and they're, the color palette in this film, yeah. from a directing standpoint, was just un, unreal. So right off the bat, and Netflix has since apologized for this and, and to the director, they made an apology because it really, of course, you know, if you see that, yeah, it's very provocative and it's going to turn a lot of people off. And, the, and to me, the most important part of that is that people are not going to even take Give it a, a shot, watch it. Right. Right. Because they see this poster of them dancing, and which they just, that's it. Which actualizing young to be fair, it's a shot from the movie, right? It to is to be fair, but but it's also one of that the most one snapshot doesn't make the movie. Yeah, and look, it's not it's not an easy film to sit and watch. I'm not going to say like you're not. It definitely stirs up a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. watching it, but that's I mentioned this when we had the Mulan episode last week, which is. We we're in a we're in a place in time now. We've we've been moving in this direction for for quite a while now, which is you can't have constructive debate of any kind. It's either you're you're with me or you're against me. Like which is no is, middle ground at all. That's our political structure right now. In yeah, this but country. but but that it even goes back before then. You know, we we're. I mean, I think it's probably been framed in that arena more than any other but it's but heightened like never before that's where this got off the rails is and, and you that's know, and, and quite frankly like anything if if you don't first of all be informed if you're going to have an opinion make it an informed opinion or turn the channel <laughs> you don't have to watch it that was the the first thing that came to mind for me before i even watched it was when I saw this thing starting to blow up, I was like, all right, you got Netflix. You got a, a million shows to watch. Don't watch this one. Okay. Yeah. If well, that you, poster is so offensive, don't watch this show. And you Flip know what I love? One of the other million shows. And, and I, this is what I love. All of the YouTube commentators that had an opinion about this. Every, look at every one of the thumbnails that they use. You want to talk about clickbait. They, they, of course, they, well, and, no, they're you. No, I'm talking about for this film. Oh, they're using the same scenes they're complaining about. Those are the scenes they're using to get you to watch their video clip. Right. It's just like right. hypocrisy. Right. right. The hypocrisy of it. Ironically, I would have never watched this movie if it wasn't for all of these people. And I knew I was going to say the exact same thing you said is probably 70% of these people hashtag drop Netflix have not seen the movie. I, I 
willing to guarantee that. Absolutely. I, I'd, and, I'd stake my life on that. And I watched the movie and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would have never watched this movie if it wasn't for these protesters. So, and I haven't, like you, I haven't been searching comments. The only thing I read was that the director had to defend herself. She yeah, wrote I, this column defending her, her movie. And I want to read read this from her, which, well, it's, some of this is a quote from her. And you can find this in the Wikipedia post for the film, but it says, she spoke to many young girls about these issues. She says that the film deals with self-image in social media. And this is a quote, our girls see, and I saw this, I think this was an interview she did with the Today Show or something. She says, quote, our girls see that the more a woman is overly sexualized on social media, the more she's successful. And the children just imitate what they see, trying to achieve the same result without understanding the meaning. And yeah, it's dangerous, end quote. She says that although watching these, the film may be difficult, it's important to have a conversation in society about these issues, but that's what we're incapable of doing. We can't even have a conversation about it without right. just drawing a line in the sand. Right. And I don't want to hear your side of it. Yeah. You're filthy. You're a scumbag. Cause you watch this. We're not talking about it. And, she, and for people who have 11 year olds, if you don't think your 11 year old engages in this kind of behavior, and I'm not talking about the dancing specifically, but if you don't think she's engaging in watching other girls, being influenced by the girls, the 11-year-olds she goes to school with, talking like the girls she goes to school with. You're crazy. You're kidding yourself. And I, I want to read this too. She goes on to say the movie, quote, the movie has certainly started a debate, though not the one that I intended. And then she says, quote, it's my sincerest hope that this conversation doesn't become so difficult that it too gets caught up in today's cancel culture, end quote. And that's where I think we're at. It's this, you know, there's this term review bombing where people just, you know, lambaste the film and it's yeah. horrible. So it, it never has a chance to, I, we, to really we, get off the ground. We hit on this issue with The Godfather Part 3. And we talked about how movies sometimes like Waterworld, dead on arrival because yeah. the press just kills it. And people get a vision of what it is. I wish you remembered the conversation we had because you almost balked at, at watching this movie because of the controversy. I wish you remembered that because you balked just for a second. And I said, no, watch it. And I didn't want to say anything to you. Well, maybe it was. And I didn't know if you'd like it. I didn't know if we'd be arguing like we did last week with Mulan. Right. And I don't think it had anything to do with me not wanting to watch the film. I think it was about, I know how this is going to go. I'm going to think it like, one thing that's going through my head is I've got to promote this. Promote this. Right. So how am I going to promote this? And what are the taglines going to be? Exactly. And and will people listen? Uh, You know, hopefully they will. But what we ought to be doing is we ought to be talking about, again, the, the light culture, peer pressure and body shaming and uh, bullying. And, 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 and what about this? Uh, and I know this is a movie you probably haven't seen. Why do you always Don't, start out like that? You always, uh, I know you probably haven't read this or I'm <laughs> sure you haven't seen this for Christ's sake. <laughs> because I just don't think it's your kind of movie. Legally um, blonde. And if you did, if you did, I'll, I'll be stunned. Don't say yes. my name. 
Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. But I know Timothy Charlemagne. Yeah, I know the film. Okay. Plays a 17 year old. This is, that movie is 10 times more graphic. Forget movies. Let's talk about, we can go way back to Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver. Right. Or or again, not even films, but there's there's shows on TV right now. There's a show on TV right now called Love Island. Uh, Exactly. You know, naked and afraid. Yeah. No, again, I'm I'm not, it's not 11 year old kids, but still, you know, this idea that, you know, this wholesome idea of, of, of the media or what's on TV or whatever. But you're right. Where it's, it's what about artistic freedom? That's my fear is, is we start going further and further in that direction. And, and people like this woman who, for her first directorial debut, she did a, fan, a really amazing it a job. Great it's a job. very, it's a very, yeah, it's a difficult movie. It's a difficult theme. Kudos to her for taking it on. And I'll jump ahead without spoiling anything in between, but there were a couple of moments in the film that were really emotional. And that the girl who played Ami, Amy, what a great young little Fantastic. actress. Really amazing. The, I wasn't, you know, the others were, eh, I don't know if it was, right. the, I'm not sure if it was the dubbing or if it was their acting or a little of both, but they yeah. were, they were kind of hit and miss, but she was really a good actress in this film. To not see this film, you're, you're really missing what is a, a really nice piece of art. And that ending scene, that closing shot with the jump rope. Oh, that is, uh, that is, a, it's that's one, one, of one of the best shots, shots I think I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, that's like an Orson Welles shot. Artistically, I was appreciating that. I was like, wow. Yeah. That, not, but there was also an emotional tone to that scene. Correct. Too, but Correct. Wow. You know, to, to, to miss, again, I, I now feel appreciative that I, again, I have an open mind. I can, I can watch something like this and then draw the conclusion for myself at the end. If I then still feel that way, okay, fine. Right. And but don't come at it when you don't even know what you're talking about. And if I thought this was perverse in some way, or I thought, well, what about the argument that it's uh, it's stoking the fire for pedo- pedophiles? I, I don't see. Again, I go back to the Timothy Charlemagne movie that got so much acclaim here in the States. He got nominated for an Academy Award. It's basically and, and it's it's much as far as what you're talking about, as far as the pedophilia. It's much more about that because this is a 17 year old boy with somebody who's a college professor. And uh, three words, John Benet Ramsey. And, and there was a show, I don't, I don't think it's still on. There's a, a show, point. I don't know, Bravo or something called Dance Moms. You know, yeah. that, that's something that's always creeped me out is those young yes. kids in the pageants. And that's right. I'm sorry. If, if you're one of those parents and you're listening, uh, that's just something that I'm not. Yeah. When, when I remember that whole tragedy thinking, I was more disturbed by watching these little girls dolled up. And that's, that is real life. I know. So again, this is a reflection of that. But again, it's more with the, the technology and the social media culture clashing with these other and, issues of, you know, body image and... And another great shot was, and I think that the director totally understood what she was doing because 
the girls form a team. Cuties is the name of their group. That's right. where the title comes from. So the four girls kind of create this team based on another team that they were watching. So, so they come up with the name Cuties and they're in a competition. And I love the shot the director used during the competition. She's showing the faces of the crowds, the crowd that's watching. And right. even the judges, right? The two middle judges who are kind of younger are smiling. They're like, yeah, look at these girls. This is great. And the woman on the end is kind of horrified. Mm -hmm. And you see that as she's panning across the crowd. You could see some people like grooving and digging what they're doing and other people like in total shock. And you remember I told you that was part of the experience that the director had in real life. Which yeah. I'm sure that's exactly. why she wrote that into the film. Exactly. It showed it right there. I mean, that was that was her point right there. The and, one, and the, there was a scene I liked early on where she was, it, it was just a, a, a great way to show again the clash between her very strict Muslim upbringing and then this, uh, you know, conservative versus this very kind of liberal liberal uh, society maybe that she was you know living in right but she earlier in the film she steals this guy's phone yes and she which is a significant point yeah it's a, because that's how she gets in with the girls right because right. she starts filming filming them, them dancing and rehearsing and putting it online right she's there she's in a prayer circle in the basement of their building mm -hmm. and she remember she sort of she hides under her up. dress yeah yeah and then but and meanwhile she's watching these really suggestive uh yes. cardi b type videos and then i i don't want to give too much away for people who are actually going to listen to us and watch it but there's also a scene where ame she's getting into a fight and they're actually ripping her clothes off right and she's got like little She's got like underwear that 11-year-olds would wear. And all the other girls are almost embarrassed about it. Like, oh, my God, you made us look terrible. You made us look like 11-year-olds. So she does something. Which leads to the, yeah. To I counteract know. that, which was yeah. a tough scene. Again, you know, I think we would both say you should watch this film before you criticize it. If nothing else, don't criticize yeah. it unless you see the film from start to finish. Now, right, having right. said that, are there some difficult scenes or suggestive and strong content? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. There's going to be people who are going to go in and say, I'll watch it. But it, and they're it, just going to sit there with an attitude. That's right. Not see it. it They'll watch right. it, but they won't see it. Right. And we're not, people are confusing the point with appreciating the, the artistic, comment this woman is trying to convey versus you know like she's trying to glorify pedophilia or right the sexual exploitation of young girls i mean that's just absurd and you started this conversation about ozzy osbourne and i would i would go back to madonna and all of her shenanigans when she was at the height of her fame tina and turner what she was doing tina turner dressed more scantily than right. Madonna ever, yeah. You know. 
there's a lot of different examples. Again, this is more hardcore for sure. And you're dealing, again, you're dealing with preteen girls. So right. that's a major difference here. And, but and the, but again, thing, again, that's a reality. That that's is reality. That is reality. And they also had psychologists on set. They had people that were talking to the girls the whole time Mm -hmm. to make sure they were safe, Mm -hmm. to make sure the working environment did not affect them. This was a a story about 11-year-old girls and how they interact and how they talk and how they influence each other. Well, but also the kind of pressure that they face. Absolutely. From the, 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 this culture that has been created with, that's right. Again, you know, your self-esteem is based upon how many likes you get on Instagram or whatever. Right. And Instagram, I don't know, six months ago, a year or something, they changed the way they do the likes and the dislikes or whatever, not dislikes, but the likes, you know, you don't, you don't see the total or something. I, I don't know what it was, but they made some change because of the fact they know that that influences it encourages that behavior and right and and something like this where young girls are like as the director says in that quote that i mentioned earlier they just imitate what they see so if they right. see that kim kardashian or whoever is getting likes because of this that and the other they're just going to do the same thing or try to emulate that didn't and one of them bring dangerous. up didn't one of them yeah one of them br- they brought up the kardashians at one point the girls were having a conversation oh man i don't remember yeah, there, there's one girl that's heavier than the other girls. And, you know, she gets teased by the other ones a couple of times. Jasmine. Yeah, but at that point, she's talking about the Kardashians. I don't know. I don't yeah, know one yeah. from the other, to be honest. About it. So I think at the end of the day, again, I, this is a, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a war on art. You know, it's, it's a war on freedom of expression. And I mean, the way that this film is just getting bashed. Now it's interesting because if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 85% or high. Oh, is it? I, I didn't look at anything Well, but if for you, this if, purposely. Yeah. But if you look at the audience score, what do you think that is? And I'm going to say 30%. Let me say the critics, uh, it, it's 85%. That's 59 ratings. 59 ratings and it's 85 percent that's pretty good right now the audience score is almost 1900 ratings this is as of today wow the audience score 13 wow that's horrible and so that that shows you and we both know they didn't see it more people are voting that did not see it yeah you gotta just not to watch them but go on to youtube type in cuties and just look at all of the different clips that come up and the way that they're bashing Those in. liberal brother and freaks. Look at, well, in the way that they're, again, the clickbait with the images and they're using the stuff, right? The, the most suggestive things that are in the film, they're using right. because why? Because they want you to like their video. Right, right. And so, they want you, they want you to agree with them that this correct. is wrong and you have to watch it. It is a tough watch. It's it not is. it's not an easy watch. And there's things that you're gonna see that you're gonna be eh. but as there's you nothing as right. You there's there's nothing more shocking than things from thirty years ago 
and this is also i this whole movie to me was so much more cultural mm -hmm. than anything else this was a whole mashup of cultures and and yeah. when you go from senegal to paris in Europe, there's a heavy American presence over there as well. Clearly. So there's all these cultures clashing mm -hmm. in this movie. And the way she portrays it, I was just totally impressed with the directing. I, I thought it was excellent. Again, if you're going to have an opinion, make sure it's an informed opinion. Don't, don't judge a book by its cover, literally, which is what happened in this case. I'm not saying it would have made that big a difference, but the way that it was promoted here right out of the gate did not help yeah. its cause at all. It, it was a mistake to promote it like that and have that the highlight when there's so much more to this movie mm -hmm. than just the dancing. I'll be interested to see what this woman comes out with for her next film. Yeah, me too, because like you said, there, there's some great shots. The shot under the bed I thought was fantastic. The way she unfolded that story about her mother and, and you know, seeing the tears come down again, going to the performance. And that last shot just ties the whole thing in a bow. It was it's, fantastic. It's a, it's a brilliant shot. It really is. Yeah. And I don't know. What do you think? So, uh, cancel, hashtag cancel old brother. Is that going to start trending after <laughs> yeah, this goes live? If enough people listen to us, we'd be the two liberal, the old brother liberals, you know, cancel right. those brothers. That's right. So we're asking you do the same for our episode. Of course, if, if you're listening to this right now, you've, you've, pretty much made it to the end. So, you know, yeah. kudos and thank you as well for doing that. But that's the point is keep an open mind and make an informed opinion. At the end of that, if you still hold that same opinion, fine. Right. But that's where we need to move back to in this, in this country. And then let's have that conversation. I'd love to have the conversation yeah. afterwards. If the, the idea is still the same, if you feel the same way, I'd love to know why. And I'd love to tell you why I don't feel that way. And then we can part. I, I don't like the saying, we'll agree to disagree. I think that's stupid. But, you know, I want to respect your opinion for not liking it. Yeah. Hopefully you'll respect ours. I wasn't sure what this was going to be. You know, we don't talk. We purposely don't talk about the movies, especially new ones. Some movies we know that we both like them. Right. But we don't talk about new movies until, you know, the mic goes live. So I didn't know if you were going to be, that's disgusting. I couldn't believe mm -hmm. they put, you know, I wasn't sure where you were going to be coming from, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was, I was really, well, I didn't know. I don't think I knew it was a French film. Again, I, I just saw the headlines. I didn't really dig into it too much. Yeah. So right off the bat, that kind of, I'm like, oh, is this, oh, okay. I see them, the dubbing and all that. But right uh, again, to be honest, we didn't even mention it. That's probably another thing people could. Oh, it's oh, screw that. I don't even right. want to watch it if it's you know those, those French minded, teams, those French people, close-minded yeah. attitudes. So, so I would say watch it. I would hope that you would. And again, I'm not. You know, neither of us are looking to to necessarily persuade your opinion at the end of that. But and and here's what I want to persuade you: if like it or hate it, yeah. don't watch it. Don't cancel Netflix. That's stupid. Right. You know, that's just stupid. That's just ignorant. Yeah, and then you're going to miss... Yeah, you're going to miss your favorite of, show. You know, Ratchet. You're not gonna yeah, Sherlock. Show. You know, right. great shows. That's right. 
Well, all right, we'll leave it there, and uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how this turns out. I guess we'll know uh, we'll know sometime this week. Yeah, <laughs> when we I, get zero likes or zero yeah. or a bunch of thumbs down. And we're actually recording on a Sunday, which is unusual for us, the twentieth of September, because it sort of had a delay. I had some things that that came up got in our way yesterday, but we made it happen. So. Uh, we'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, I've been your host, Dan Smith, alongside me as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith, and we will see you next time. Bonjour, everyone. Everybody, I got bad news. We've been canceled. Oh, no. Peter, how could they do that? Well, unfortunately, Lois, there's just no more room on the schedule. We've just got to accept the fact that Fox has to make room for terrific shows like Dark Angel, Titus, Undeclared, Action, That 80 Show, Wonder Falls, Fast Lane, Andy Richter Controls the Universe, Skin, Girls Club, Cracking Up, The Pits, Firefly, Get Real, Freaky Links, Wanda at Large, Costello, The Lone Gunman, A Minute with Stan Hooper, Normal Ohio, Pasadena, Harsh Realm, Keen Eddie, The Street. Hi, everyone. This is Cindy Busby, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast.